Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Everything we've done since training camp is we want to earn the right to be a playoff team. Richard Love save! Mike Smith, a game saver! And he got run over by Zach Cassian. He like one of those top teams, and we're working our way to that level. Connor McDavid danced around Morgan Ryan. Denied by Smith, who saves the game again. Josh Archibald wins the game! My message today is we're trying to win. One-timer score! Leon drives on the right circle! No game. And now we're going to have a goalie for action. This is NHL overtime. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Leon Dreisaitl. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is oil country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office equipment solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. Now, Bob Stoffer on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers. 630 Shed. Passing away at 43 years old over the weekend. We open with Pray For Me by the weekend from the Black Panther soundtrack. This is Oilers Now. It's brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Yeah, I mean, Bozeman, we know him maybe more so than anything else from the Marvel movie Black Panther, which was essentially the first uh, live-action incarnation of a black superhero uh, in recent years. And, and um, you know, you can hear the little kids just speaking about what that meant to them, but also fulfilling roles like uh, James Brown. He did Jackie Robinson in 42. So Chadwick Boseman, colon cancer at the age of 43. May he rest in peace. This is Oilers Now. The Oilers 
have re-upped with a depth forward. Patrick Russell, one more year at $700,000 at the NHL level. Um, these are the kinds of deals that I think the organization really needs to key in on in order to, first of all, negotiate the, the tough wiggle space that they have as far as the salary cap goes, but also to keep some continuity in the roster. Patrick Russell, 45 regular season games last year, only five points, but that's not what he's out there to do. He's out there to forecheck, create a little chaos, keep the puck hemmed in the offensive zone, you know, and be difficult to play against. He's a big body, 6'1", 202, and somebody that if you can get him on the cheap, I think it's a good signing for the Oilers, at least in the immediate term. We're going to hear from Patrick Russell coming up at 12.45 today. Not before, though, we check in with our regular Monday contributor. That's our NHL insider, John Shannon, coming up at 12.35. Cam Moon from the Red Deer Rebels, voice of the team for a long, long time now. We'll get his thoughts on, on WHL goaltending on... What, what the WHL season may or may not look like moving forward here. And then, of course, at 135, Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports as well. Bob's last day off, as I understand it, he is back in the city. He'll be back in this chair tomorrow. Actually, he won't. He'll be in the home office. I am checking in from the studios tomorrow, though. Um, and it's been a pleasure having your ear for the last six shows. So thank you for allowing me to be part of your midday. You want to be a part of the conversation? You can do so on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The River Cree back up and added over 1,350 slot machines and multiple dining options, including the brand new Italia. The River Cree Resort and Casino excitement. Bet on it. 780-496-0063 is the Ashley Fine Floors text line as well. Ashley fine floors ready for your kids pre-game warm-up want to get your thoughts i mean all, all of these series right now are at three three one in every series you find a team with its back up against the wall dallas over colorado three one the islanders over the flyers the number one ranked in the east philadelphia flyers they're down three one vegas with back-to-back -back wins over the canucks this weekend are up three one and Tampa, who slipped in that first game, have rallied back with three consecutive victories. They now lead Boston 3-1 in their second-round series out in the East. So I ask you, which of these series do you see a comeback being the most likely? 780-496-0063. Does Colorado have the horses to get back in this series against Dallas? Do you trust Boston's veteran leadership to get them back into that series with Dallas? Can the Canucks figure out Canucks hockey yet again and bring things back closer with Vegas? And does Philadelphia have an answer for Barry Trotz and that well-coached New York Islanders team? 780-496-0063. But of course, today's top story, which is brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling, home of no payments and no interest for one year. Today's top story is Patrick Russell signing a one-year $700,000 contract with the Edmonton Oilers. Again, we'll hear from Russell at 1245 today. But right now... Let's step into our Oilers Now Audio Vault and recap some of this weekend action. Oilers Now Audio Vault brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. So, we'll start with Dallas and Colorado. This was the second of the triple header yesterday. 
Yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> um, and Dallas jumped out to a three-goal lead and didn't really look back. Now, we talked a lot last week about how Dallas was going about getting this stuff done. Um, in the instance of last night, and Cody, feel free to jump on uh, this as well, joined by Cody Jansen, who's been filling in for me on the other side of the glass uh, for the last week. But Cody, I mean, Francois looked very vulnerable in Colorado's net, and frankly, Hudobin did in the last game for Dallas as well. Neither goalie's been good, or I don't think either goalie's been happy with their play. And I get it, both these teams have decent offenses as well, but you've seen major, major holes in Francois' game with his rebound control. And then for Hudobin, I mean, he's just not a goaltender who battles through traffic well. And so the more that Colorado can funnel puck to- pucks towards the net, that's that's how they're going to expose them. And we'd seen so much of that in so many different series throughout this playoffs as well, Cody. Just guys getting to the net and then point men throwing it there and hitting off of bodies. I mean, how many of those goals sunk the Oilers in that qualifying round against Chicago? How many deflected shots or stuff the goaltender couldn't see? And Hudobin's not a big guy, right? Like that, he's only about 5'11", which for an NHL goaltender is is pretty undersized. I can only think of UC Soros and uh, I couldn't even tell you another goaltender. I guess Yara Halak's under six feet too, but you know, it, it takes a lot. So uh, Dallas Stars managed to get it done they they had some traffic in around Francois who's already the backup in the first place but it's actually Stars defenseman Merrill Haskinen saying that Radic Faxa's line set the tone in the first place with a physical first shift I think that's a big part of our team and you saw that from the first shift uh, Faxa's line uh, led the way there and it was easy to follow after that so a really good start of the game uh, from that line and it was easy to follow um so, yeah, it's a big part of our game. Now, Colorado did plenty to battle back in that contest as well. I mean, it was a 5-4 final last night, and Colorado has some horses. It's just whether they're all going to be firing at the same time and, and in the manner that they need to be, while also getting goaltending, by the way. And I heard Berkey, Brian Burke, say on the broadcast last night that without uh, your starting goaltender and Philip Grubauer and without Eric Johnson and on that back end, Colorado's in tough. And Avalanche forward Nathan McKinnon who's been driving much of their offense still leading the NHL in playoff scoring he says that the Stars scoring is coming in waves it feels like uh, you know they score in bunches right now um, you know they're very opportunistic obviously some of that's on us but um, you know when they get one they get two or three right now and we gotta we gotta limit that obviously and um, you know the series isn't over you know we're we're gonna be ready for uh, for game five they don't have a choice now Next one loses. So, you know, you, you got you got to come with your hard hat and your lunch pail. And, and how, how does Colorado get this done? I, I don't have any issue with saying that they're going to win this next game with the season on the line. The question is now whether they're going to win three in a row. Tampa won three in a row over Boston. I mean, that's definitely an anomaly. I think Colorado is going to be in tough, but say, so is Vancouver. As we move forward here in our Oilers Now Audio Vault, brought to you by Direct Workwear, where safety meets savings in Edmonton, Fort McMurray, and online at directworkwear.com. Vegas, Vancouver last night. Here's the call as Pacioretty scores his second of the game to give the Golden Knights a 4-3 lead. Back up top to the left point. Loose puck. Knights do get it to center. Stone working it out. Out. And now it's Pacioretty, two on one with Carlson. Pacioretty back to the left in the middle of shot, tipped toward the goal. They score. Vegas takes the lead, four to three. Max Pacioretty, his second of the day.
And they didn't relinquish it. 5-3 the final there. Vancouver forward JT Miller says that was a golden opportunity lost. And that's a, a dream spot to be in in the playoffs is, you know, to tie a series two to two is be up by one going into the third and they had too many good looks. Vegas coach Peter DeBoer says his team regrouped after getting away from their game. You know, so we talked at the end of the second about just getting back to our game, staying out of the box and, and, and getting more direct and stopping at the net. And, you know, when we play that way, we, we can put a lot of pressure on teams. That's how Vegas has been very, very effective. I, I don't want to rag on Quinn Hughes, but Quinn Hughes, so much of that game, save for that one incredible set play they had on that power play where he darted down the uh, the wall and ended up setting up a goal there. But save for that, his body language on the bench looks a little overmatched. Um, yeah, okay, Brendan's a body language guy. Well... Yeah, he looks like he's in his first playoff series based on, and they showed the the clip of him in the room and then said that it was intense focusness during that second intermission. I didn't see it that way, did you? It's big boy hockey out there, and I mean, everyone who watches playoffs or has been in those shoes knows that this is a different time of year, and for Quinn Hughes, I I think it was even known before the playoffs that he had a lot of room to grow in his defensive play, and that's really where I see Vegas taking it to him the most. I mean, he's great on the power play, he's great when he's got the puck in the offensive zone, but now it's about kind of rounding out that game, and that's where Miro Haskinen has really put Makar and Hughes to shame. Yeah, Makar had two points last night, a beautiful game, and one mistake in behind his goal where the puck just skirted right off his stick. They called it the Steve Smith moment on the broadcast. It was tough to see. It was not the reason that Colorado lost last night, but you feel for the youngster. It, albeit, I'll tell you what, I still don't mind his composure after that happened. It's the reason they went or they didn't go to overtime though I mean it's one mistake like that they get that late, late goal that could be 4-4 I don't know it's it's a tough one it's a young you know it's a young mistake yeah exactly and you're going to live and die by that with a guy like Makar because he's so talented and contributes in so For many sure. other ways now as, as far as Quinn Hughes goes um, like he's already such a talented offensive presence like you're saying the difference in this series Really, it had been punch-counterpunch as far as the strategy of the coaches went, right? Like, game one was all Vegas hockey. Game two was all Canucks hockey. Canucks power play is slipping a little bit, and that was a big, big part of their uh, their weaponry with all these youngsters. Are they slipping a little bit, or is Vegas's penalty kill getting better? I mean, they got some big saves from Flurry on the penalty kill. I mean, let's not discredit him. I still think that there's maybe one or two of those goals he wants back, but he also made some huge saves on guys like Brock Besser, Pedersen, even Quinn Hughes there on that backdoor attempt. Yeah, Flurry looked good, right? And he needed to. And we talked about that last week as well. The pressure that was placed on him by his agent because of how those two went about expressing their dismay with the role shift over the course of the playoffs meant that he, once he got back into the net, was going to have the weight of the world on him. And Flurry, as we've seen so often over the course of his storied career, answered the bell without issue. Let's get a quick rip here on the Islanders' uh, Pajot gives the Islanders a 2-1 lead against the Flyers yesterday as we wrap up the Oilers Now Audio Vault. Taves picks it up and quick outlets through center. Islanders take it from there. They send in Pajot behind the D. Walks in. Shoot! What a save, Elliott! Rebound! He scores! Jean-Gabriel Pajot has made it 2-1 Islanders as he converts his own rebound! 
There's a call. Good gracious. That was that was awesome. <laughs> Islanders feeling good. Pajol, what a signing for them. I know Oil Country Oil Country wanted him bad here leading up to that deadline, but because of how well he played in the first half of the 2019-2020 season, that pushed his price out of reach, I believe, and and obviously he's a great fit for the Islanders. Yeah, like he he struggled early with the Islanders, but isn't that kind of a lot of those young talented players just adjusting to the way that trots coaches and now that they've all bought in you see how effective guys like barzell eberly pajot all of those guys i mean they're game changers for the isles but they don't have to do it on such a big scale because they're winning 2-1 3-1 hockey games jordan eberly was getting a ton of praise a ton of praise on that broadcast talking about his leadership talking about his contribution for this Islanders squad throughout the course of this playoffs. I don't need to tell you what he was traded away for. I don't. It's one turn. Pardon me. It's 1221 in Edmonton. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And it's Brendan Escott here on the Monday edition of Oilers Now. We'll step out. We'll come back with NHL Today for our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing. 1223 in Edmonton. Brendan Escott here with you. We'll hear from newly re-signed Oilers forward Patrick Russell coming up in about 20-25 minutes time here on the show in the meantime though let's get to NHL today it's brought to you by our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing your local branded merchandising specialist head to ElitePromotionalMarketing.com Cody Jansen headlines please well you already broke down the <laughs> russell trade excited to hear from him later on um manitoba product brady keeper the florida panthers just re-signed him the d-man one year it's a two-way contract as well university of maine product there Jacques martin back he's the newest assistant coach in the big apple there the rangers added him behind the bench he's got multiple stanley cup rings as well should be a good addition for their young core couple of nhl prospects also going to start their season overseas in sweden the islanders loaned oliver wallstrom while the coyotes have loaned victor soderstrom both will be playing with eik in the all svenskin and some reports from early this morning. World Junior News, right in our backyard here, Edmonton Red Deer. According to President Rene Fassell, the tournament, if it's going to take place this winter, it's going to be behind closed doors. That is, that is disappointing to hear. So now I guess the question becomes, if you are in charge of organizing this sort of thing, I mean, just think about the demand for tickets and the raffle that was done. Uh, I had a couple people in my life that won as part of the raffle. I did not personally get tickets as part of the raffle. So that that's, 
a heck of an undertaking to ultimately have the door slammed by COVID. Who pays for it now? I mean, I know that there was some reports. I, I've tried to been looking into this stuff this morning, and they were saying that they're, they're talks with Hockey Canada right now about seeing how much money Hockey Canada is going to front to get this thing done with closed doors. But, I mean, the IIHF, they, they're, they're usually making hand over fist and money here, but now they've had to cancel, I believe, 19 or 20 tournaments just due to COVID. So... You can actually, like, hey, if you've got tickets or were a part of that process, we're trying to get out to that uh, here in Edmonton, assuming the event goes off later on this year. 780-496-0063. What, what is your experience being? Has anybody been in touch? Um, especially if you ended up winning that raffle and getting those tickets. And this is this could be an interesting conversation moving forward here. Um We'll try and track this beat down as, as best we can, but that is the first news that we've heard in a long time, Cody, and they were talking about end of summer sort of being the next time that we were going to get an update. Obviously, this is it. Yeah, I mean, Edmonton and refunds over the past uh, week plus <laughs> haven't gone, gone together too well, but it is interesting. There's also been some talks about pushing back the tournament, but I also I, I feel like from a prospect perspective and from a team perspective, that's probably not going to be an option. What you're seeing in the NFL now in the absence, or yeah, I guess in the NFL, uh, in the absence of having an NCAA season, like how are you going to scout these prospects for the next season? Well, it'll be different in hockey in the sense that it sounds like most of the major junior, junior competition across the country will be going on, at least as we know it now. We're going to try and get an update out of Cam Moon from the Red Deer Rebels coming up at 1.05 today. But in the meantime... Um, yeah, that's kind of a sticky situation to have to navigate. And it's all about how much risk they're willing to take on, right? I mean, they could open the doors and you're seeing other sports open doors. Wrestling in Florida is opening doors to pod situations. You've seen, uh, maybe you've seen the Oklahoma State Cowboys and what they plan on doing as far as having seating uh, put together. But this is ultimately going to be, and when you've got these different entities juggling responsibility between Hockey Canada, the IIHF, you know, OEG in terms of housing the event, there's a lot of liability on the line here. So this will be another process that they really have to sort of string together over a long period of time is that fair to say that's yeah 100 percent right there i wonder if for world juniors if you're not playing in front of fans do they consider cutting down the tournament i know that world juniors in the past few years they've had those bottom feeder teams it's usually you know two to four teams that really not like they don't have business being there but i mean they've got no chance at winning a medal like would they consider that as a cost-saving measure i don't know in women's hockey, they host the Four Nations Cup, which is Canada, America, Sweden, and Finland, if memory serves. And I'm not suggesting that that would be a route that they would take. And there's still plenty of time here in order for them to move forward and get this process accelerated. But obviously, that'll be a big storyline, given that it is here in our backyard. And as we know, that is a great opportunity a lot of the time to get some pretty serious scouting done for NHL clubs. So uh, not that they're not handcuffed enough already considering everything's going on but yeah we'll uh, we'll keep an eye on the world junior stuff we sure will 7804960063 Mozzie wonders is it true that the leafs are looking at nurse well i'm glad you asked I'm glad you asked, Mozzie. And I'm going to ask Reed Wilkins whether Toronto is still a trade partner for Edmonton and if the focus may have shifted away from wingers and on to a goaltender they signed one Dane today. 
would they be looking at trading for another? Hmm. I wonder. And I'm hearing that Freddie Anderson might be on the market. And I'm also hearing that the Oilers might need a goaltender shakeup moving forward. It's 1229 in Edmonton. We'll go down these avenues as the show continues. After a global uh, news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, we'll get to our NHL insider, John Shannon. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.